Hey, y'all, this is Ashley, also known as Bored Becky, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. This is OSF, and I'm getting wrecked with Travi. And I'm like, Travi, come on now, like you, you got this under control. Yo, what's up? It's G-Love, and I'm fired up with Travi. This is Danielle Petty, co-founder of The 90s Babes, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. Hi, I'm Leah from Power of Women, and I'm fired up with Travi. What's up? It's your Web3 bestie, Liz Morrison, and I'm Toy Encendida en la cadena de bloques con Travi. What up, y'all? This is Sammy Ariaga on Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. I'm Ray Isla, and I'm fired up. On the blockchain with Travi. What's up, world? It's Spotty Wi-Fi, the king of the crypto punks, and you are now tuned in to Fired Up on the Blockchain with my guy Travi. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and DGens, for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening in podcast land. My name is Travi, and we are fired up on the blockchain. Hey, Travi, let's effing go. Woo! Welcome back to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. This is Travi, Travi.eth, Travi.nft, Travi.crypto. Thanks to my friends over at Unstoppable Domains. You can get your .nft, .crypto, .blockchain, .x, .dow, .888. I can keep going. It's in the show notes. It's right there for you. Click on it. Pick up one of yours today. Uh, especially while the market is uh, maybe like a buyer's market, <laughs> if that's what we want to call it. Um, because a lot of things right now look like they're on clearance. Uh, everything from doodles to crypto chicks to, I, I don't, I mean, you name it, you name it. Everything right now um, is, is a buyer's market. And I think a lot of that is because nobody knows exactly what's going to happen uh, in the short term. But if you're bullish on a project or you're bullish on a founder, you know, those are some that you want to hold on to. So no matter what you're doing in this market, uh, find somebody or find a tribe or find a group or find a something that you can relate to that'll make you uh, happy. Uh, speaking of being happy, uh, you might have noticed actually that the number of podcasts that I do per week has changed ever so slightly from two to one. And a big reason for that is because as the journey NFT uh, is in its post-mint stages, uh, we are now going through a lot of talking with different administrators, different teachers, people in different schools to see exactly where they uh, are finding the gaps in their funding. Of course, many of you already know the Journey NFT. Um, you know, big part of it is that we've got a, a fund where a portion of every single mint uh, went into a separate wallet, and that wallet is completely designated um, to go to a school or a number of schools. Uh, whose art, music, STEM programs, and theater programs are being defunded. And yeah, it's been busy. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this literally every day, talking with people, trying to pinpoint exactly the type of funding that's needed right now, how much people need, um, and also see how far we can stretch um, the ETH that we did raise uh, to make the biggest difference and the best impact on the students. And that's really what it's all about. So, um, you know, keep your ears open for that. Also, too, uh, we're making a couple of uh, last minute plans here because NFT NYC is coming up. I was there last year. Uh, I was, of course, uh, at NFT London on stage. 
Um, I'll be moderating our panel at NFT uh, NFT NYC this this time around. Um, That's April 12th through the 14th. I know there's a lot of parties and a lot of, you know, in-person events that are being planned. Um, Watch the Twitters or watch your favorite uh, NFT project discords for uh, some announcements. I know a lot have scaled back this year. So um, actually at this point last year, I think there was a list of uh, uh, over 100. Right now, this kind of trickling in one at a time. But also I think a big part of that too is we had... Um, NFT, there's an NFT week in Miami uh, going on, sort of now-ish by the time you're listening to this. Um, the NFT LA, which of course changed their name. East Denver just happened. So a lot of people have been sort of spread. And of course, VCon's coming up uh, in May. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot uh, going on uh, in the real life events. And a lot, got, uh, a lot got canceled too. So who knows? Listen, all I hope is that as you're going through your Web3 journey, you're having fun, you're finding your people, whether um, you're like me and looking at the floor prices, wondering what the heck happened, or uh, you're somebody who's been able to cash out. Good for you. I hope that you are just having fun while you do it. Um, you know, I've never been into flip, but uh, <laughs> looking at the market, sometimes uh, I wish I had been. So. But it's all about the love here in Web3. So anyway, I hope I do get to see you in uh, NFT NYC. Please, uh, if you're not coming to my panel, um, it's all good. Let's meet up. Uh, shoot me a DM and let's uh, just tell me that you're down with the show. And it would be cool to meet you in person. I might have some gear to give out. More on that in a future episode. But today is all about Stacy's from the Honeys NFT. We're going to talk a lot with Stacy's. We're going to crack open some real important conversation. And she's going to give us her definition on what a rug actually is in the NFT world. We're going to talk about some of the history with Crypto Chicks, Fame Lady Squad, and a whole lot of stuff. And you're going to see why I respect Stacy's so much right after today's NFT uterine session. Hey, 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 it's time for school. Yes, it's time for school and for Coinbase. It might be time for court, actually, because this comes right from the chief legal officer over at Coinbase. And here is what was recently tweeted. Coinbase received a Wells notice from the SEC after years of asking for reasonable crypto rules. We're disappointed that the SEC is considering courts over constructive dialogue. But if courts are required, so be it. We'll defend the rule of law. Then it goes on to say, over the past nine months, Coinbase has met with SEC more than 30 times, sharing details of our business to build a path to registration. During this time, the SEC hasn't given basically zero feedback on what to change or how to register. Instead, today we received a Wells notice. When Coinbase filed to go public in 2021... Our S1 described our business in much detail, including 57 references to staking and details on our asset listing process. The SEC approved us to go public knowing those details now that they have changed their mind on what is allowed. In 2018, we acquired two broker-dealer licenses in an effort to become regulated by the SEC. These licenses are currently dormant and have been unable, we have been unable to activate them with the SEC for digital asset securities. Last July, we filed a petition with the SEC calling for more regulatory clarity. We have yet to receive a response to our petition. It goes on and on. There's actually a thread here of about 15 tweets, uh, and I would highly recommend it. It's at I am Paul 
G-R-E-W-A-L. I'm not even going to try. I've read the name many times, but like always, <laughs> I've had yet to say it out loud. But what's most important is that Paul says establishing some case law may be our best shot at getting regulatory clarity that the industry deserves. And I can't fault Paul for thinking that. Getting the regulatory clarity is exactly what we all need. Now let's get into it with Stacy's. Today, we have royalty with us. I've had some wonderful royals on the show. I've had the king of punks, Spotty Wi-Fi. I've had the queen, Becky Wowo. I've had uh, coin queens on the show. But today, I have Stacy's royalty. The bunny queen is here with us on Fire Up on the Blockchain with Travis Stacy's. Thank you for joining me today. How are you? Thank you so much. I am glad to be at least the 10th queen that you've had on the show. It feels really good. Hey, listen, there's all types, you know, there's all types of royalty out there. So I'm, I'm glad that we can have you, you know, represented for, for, of course, the bunnies and the bunnies and the honeys, really. And that's what tonight's all about. It's about the honey uh, NFT. Uh, so, you know, let's let's get into it a little bit. I mean, you're well known in Web3. You're well known in the NFT space, the founder of Honey's NFT. A lot of people got to know you as someone who has not been afraid to speak up about certain topics. Before we get into all that, let's let's get to know you. Let's get to know who is Stacy's, who are you, and how did your NFT and Web three journey begin for for those of uh, those of us getting to meet you for the first time tonight? Yeah, so I'm someone who grew up as an artist. You know, I've been drawing since before I could walk, and I've always really had that um, entrepreneurial spirit. So that's some really key things about me that led me to the NFT space. Um, I grew up, you know, trying to paint rocks and sell them to my neighbors and, and getting in trouble at school for trying to sell custom bookmarks to my friends for uh, nickels and dimes. Um yeah, and then from there, I kind of went on to attend post-secondary for art. So I actually have a bachelor's in uh, communications design and character design. And that was a big leap for me because I wasn't too sure if art would work out. You know, it's all we all go into this and we're like, hmm, this is a bit of a risk. But I kind of, you know, my parents told me, I think that if you love something, then you will be successful at it. And so that's kind of something that I carried with me, went through that, um, worked in design, web design, graphic design for a long time, did a lot of freelancing. And then one day I just saw the big news about Beeple and I said, what the heck is an NFT? And the more I read about it, because I was already kind of in the uh, crypto space at that time, but I didn't know about NFTs. And as soon as I heard about it, I was like, this is the perfect thing for me. Like people are just selling what I like to do online. This is amazing. And and the rest is history. Yeah, I'd say it's working out pretty good so far. Uh, so and and I personally am glad that that you did it. And you know, you you lead with your heart, I feel like on a lot of things. And that's something that I feel like you and I sort of connected over it you know we got to know each other really through mutual friends you know you shouted out some some folks who are in um, the honey's nft community and another big shout out to nax actually nax's uh, song fired up is actually the theme song of my podcast if anyone's out there um, make sure you give nax a follow you can pick up his genesis token and you get new music free music dropped to your wallet every, at least once a month so it's working out pretty well so you, you with the art and, and me, with, me with Max's song, we, and here we are kind of meeting together um, on, this, on this conversation. But you know, I think one thing that really, you know, even before we get into some of the, the first times I heard of you or heard from you, 
there were there were some NFT collections actually that you had that were going on. I think even before I really had a chance to get to know you. So tell us a little about your first NFT collection, Stacy's. I know there's a story behind it. I think that um that's something that I actually hadn't heard before. You know, kind of newer to the Discord and everything. I'd love for people to hear a little bit about your first collection, how that started, and some of um why it's so meaningful to you. Yeah, so my first collection is called Stacy's. A lot of people actually don't know this, but my name is not Stacy. My name is Samantha, um, but everyone calls me Stacy's. Um, and that collection started, it was my first like time diving, you know, into NFTs. I saw what was going on with people. I thought it was so fascinating. And at the time, you know, I told you I had an entrepreneurial spirit, but I was really the type of person that got very caught up in like, oh, will other people like what I'm doing? You know, will it be marketable? Will they enjoy it? And that really put me off of finishing things for a lot of my life because I just, I just got too in my head about it. And so when it came to NFTs, I said, I really want to try this collection. I love drawing like girls and women and just their, their, you know, beautiful representations, but I don't think people will buy it. And so my husband at the time really pushed me and said, like, well, why don't you just do this for you? Do it every day like people did and just like just do it for you. Don't worry about other people. Don't worry about if they like it. And that was the first time in my life, really, that I did that. And so that was back in um, March of 2021. And that became what is, uh, you know, ended up being one of the first representations of, of women and, and imagery that represents women on the blockchain. Um, so yeah, it was a great experience. Like the first time somebody bought one, I was shocked. And then it just kept happening. And like, I don't even know, it's a blur. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really exciting. Definitely exciting. Um, I mean, I myself swept three of your uh, of your 10K collection. So somebody in the audience uh, today who's here, who follows the rules up there in our pin tweet is going to actually win one of those. And, you know, I know that it's it's kind of been a journey, you know, it's been really kind of a journey from how you said kind of even before launching your first one to now having an, an array of different things that are on a blockchain. And I, I really want to get more into what what people get, you know, who haven't collected their first honeys yet. Um, I'd really love for you to explain that. But before we get to honeys, um, well, something I mentioned at the top was how you're an innovator, you're consistent, you're also very ethical. And I think that you had no problem speaking up when when times got tough for, you know, for the, for the NFT marketplace. Um, you know, and you mentioned even that you were one of the first, I guess, female PFP projects. But I remember a time when, you know, everybody kind of thought that they were the first female PFP project. And, um, you, you know, you kind of you said a few things to remind people, wait a second, you might not be the first. So um, just to kind of put it all out there, too, just so anyone doesn't know a little bit about my background and advising and stuff like that with Web3 brands. Um, you know, about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, uh, something was found out to be gets copied or traced from one of the original crypto chicks, Stacy. So that that's I think the first time a lot of people got to see or hear from you uh, speaking up or speaking out, I should say. And I also remember a lot of people bought that. You know, that was a one of one collection of two hundred, and a lot of people bought that with with the assumption that there was going to be historical value to it, right? Because um, a lot of people were purchasing it, assuming and or being told or, or whatever the market. I didn't I didn't have one at this time. Um, that it was the the first uh, female PFP. So, um, you know, then, of course, some things came out uh, that one of those uh, was 
was traced. And um, while at the time it, it might have been one, it still was uh, enough of a shockwave uh, to the entire system, the entire, I guess, ecosystem there of crypto chicks to the point where there was a new ownership team that stepped in. They created a council shortly thereafter. Um, and that, that's, actually, that's where I entered the situation, actually. So um, I wasn't totally around uh, before all that. But I do remember, you know, having a really pa- uh, big passion to help and advise Web3 brands. And when uh, they were putting together a council, the community got to vote on who they thought would be, um, you know, good to sort of help, uh, you know, help the, the team kind of steer it back to where they thought it, it could have been or should have been. Right. And so I was I was a part of that for for a while. Um, and obviously the team has since again changed and everything. But. You know, I'd like to go back to really thinking about that time, the end of 2021, early 2022. There were a lot of what we refer to as, uh, I guess, female PFPs. I saw your, you kind of shared a timeline of like the history of, of female PFPs and what came out when. Um, I know not all that was readily available for everybody at the time, but we saw a lot of things happen with crypto chicks. We've seen some things uh, that have been talked about still ongoing with Fame Lady Squad and a lot of community members in both of those. I've got to know very well. Um, I've had, uh, you know, members of the teams on my podcast, both of those teams. Um, so I'd love to really kind of get into that a little bit with you. You know, the, you were somebody who gained a lot of respect in that way. But I, I think also a lot of Crypto Chicks holders at the time didn't fully grasp what was really happening. We didn't have, uh, I shouldn't say we, but they, everybody didn't have all what they thought would be the facts. And they just saw from one side, it looked like a lot of FUD, right? But from your side, after really talking to you and getting to know you, I know that you were coming at it from really not a fudding point of view. And that's something I think that might be really interesting for people to hear your point of view if, if they've never heard your side of, of that yet, if you'd be open to sharing. Yeah, thank you so much for providing that background. I'm really glad that we're going to get a chance to talk about this today because um, what you said is really true. Like, there's so many great people in both of those communities. And, like, let's be very clear the holders were never at fault here. Like, those were not people that, you know, should have been hurt throughout this process. And so I really want to, like, kind of rebuild that bridge today with anyone who, you know, was hurt in this situation. But um, I guess I'll rewind a little bit. So coming up in the NFT space, like I definitely saw all this stuff happening. And there was a lot of exploitation. Like as we all saw, there was a lot of groups that were going around, they were trying to be, you know, certain groups or certain, you know, charities or whatever it was at the time. Uh, to profit from it and and lying and all this stuff and it it was a hard time for NFTs because uh, you know we all care about um, this space and we wanted to have a good impression and then people were getting the wrong idea about you know scams and what was happening here and it was hard you know it was hindering our mainstream adoption in a way. So um, what I saw happening with crypto chicks, like before the new leadership came in, was that they were saying kind of that they were the first, you know, female project. Um, And that was something that was really explicitly being used in marketing. And like you said, you know, this has never really been something I personally cared about, like, or kept track of. But 
we kind of saw collectors do really care about this. They make buying decisions based on that because it helps them decide, you know, what things might be worth in the future. And so for that reason, it was important to be transparent. And um, it was it was hard. It was frustrating because at the time I had launched my generative collection and we had been trying to mint out for about six months. Um, and we were just kind of showing up every day trying to get that done. And from where I was sitting, like, you know, I saw this other collection of people that at the time they were these Russian guys who were lying and they traced art and a lot of people didn't know about it. And then they were saying that they were the first female project. And so I kind of, where I was coming from was I really just think I was hurt, honestly, more than anything. Like I I was feeling vulnerable because I really wanted people to see us and see what we were doing, um, but like do it in an ethical way. And it was really hard to get noticed So one day I just was, and and there's a lot of history that like goes back from here. Like I had tried to reach out to them via DMs and talk to them about this and say, Hey, I don't think you guys should say that. Um, And here's why, but I, I didn't get a response. And so one day out of frustration, I just tweeted a tweet that I didn't think would go like anywhere at all. Like I didn't think it would blow up like it did, but it was like, you know, I know Crypto Chicks wasn't the first female project because I was here before them. And so were a lot of other people, women I know were before me. And the tweet kind of went a little viral. And that was actually the week that we minted out after, you know, going strong for six months So it caused this explosion. And I think in a way it almost like it almost became a little bit of a like unintentional turf war where the communities were conflicting a little bit. And um, I I really I really didn't want the holders to get caught up in that. I didn't want them to get hurt by that. But they did, I think, just by proxy. And so I don't know what I what I came here to say today. What I want to say today is that I am so sorry to anyone who got hurt by that situation because of, you know, the old leadership, because of what I said, uh, because you guys were innocent. You didn't deserve that. And I really hope that, like, you can all just know that I don't have any feelings of negativity or animosity towards you holders. Um, I, you know, I didn't back then. I don't now. And I really just like want to build bridges and, and move forward together because the stuff that I've seen happening with the community now, how much you all care about it and how it's changed and how it's grown. It's so powerful. And I think that's really what this space is about. So yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a novel. I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, no, please. That's why you're, that's why you're here. <laughs> you're here to talk. That's what we're doing tonight. Um, no, I, I, first of all, I feel that from the heart. I, I really, really do because a community is nothing without the leadership team. Well, I shouldn't say that a leadership team is nothing without the community. So I think a lot of people need to get that, really into their heads. You know, we've seen so many different people come and go in the NFT space, Um, not just people who, you know, are are finding that maybe they bought things at the height and are realizing, shoot, I need to go back to my IRL job or I need to go back and do this or, but, you know, but now we're seeing so many different things happen with the teams and the founding teams and people are, are really just transitioning away from, 
kind of running it and you know having launched my own thing like i don't have a 10k like my my thing is is kind of like i'm trying to do a fundraising thing and create a networking opportunity for the holders that like you know they you can't be duplicated but the ideas of the leadership team you know you reaching out to them at the time and not getting a response if they responded to you who knows maybe you never would have had to go put that tweet out maybe you never would have had to go viral but it was over a year ago and there's still a lot of people right now who are holders of the crypto chicks. And you talked about other things that are going on, holders of fame, lady squad, holders of a lot of these things. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this, after talking to some of them myself, a lot of us, a lot of, I say us, because I'm one of you, I'm one of, one of the people in, in the crowd with the beautiful cartoon faces that I see here. A lot of us feel lost. You know, a lot of us feel lost when we get rugged or a lot of us feel lost when the the ownership team changes. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. One of the reasons why I was so bullish on crypto chicks for most of 2022 was the was the team that I had, you know, the faith in um, that did take over. And meeting with them in the council and seeing everything that they had planned to me, like, was like, look, everything that happened happened. I see you have a brand new plan here. Like, let's let's go. Like, let's go. Right. And now we're at a very different point with a lot of projects where I think a lot of people are kind of looking to. Like, where is my home now, right? Where can I call, like, what, which Discord can I call home? Is there a Discord that still even says GMs anymore? Like, I think, I think a lot of us are realizing that between, you know, the Honeys Discord, the Fame Lady Society Discord, you know, and a couple others out there, there's a place that people could really just get together as community members. And I'll tell you what, I've never paid so much money to have friends before. <laughs> and then, but that's what Web3 sort of has been for me. It's kind of been paying a whole bunch of money, paying a whole bunch of ETH to make some really, really quality friends. And you know what? I would do it all over again. Maybe I wouldn't buy at the height <laughs> like I did, but the friends here are absolutely worth it. So uh, we, and, and I did say, you know, you have a Discord, you have um, a thriving Discord. Let's talk a little bit too, um, and we'll come back to that too. I'm sure a bunch of people are going to want to hear a little bit more about, um, you know, your thoughts on on the other female PFPs and stuff. But let's get a little bit back to Honeys real quick because that's that's the community that's here. That's what I'm highlighting on the podcast today. You know, Honeys is developing the biggest and best on-chain dress-up doll. I mean, I think it's kind of safe to say like that's – that's sort of the look that you're going for where people can explore the creativity and enjoy their collections and kind of be the Barbie of the blockchain. So tell us a little bit more about sort of what, what Honeys is now, what it's kind of transitioned to, and why the community turns up and, and, and shows up and shows out the way that they do. Yeah, that's a great question. I wish I knew why they show up. Um, I just love them for it. It's a, it's a mystery I'll never answer myself. But you described Honeys perfectly. So Honeys is um, our 10K project that launched back in September of 2021. And we, yeah, we're trying to be the, you know, the biggest uh, dress up doll on the blockchain. So I'm kind of trying to bring that like whimsical joy and creativity that came with collecting dolls um, as a kid, dressing them up, using them to project your own identity through um, in an on-chain way, because I think the blockchain uh, technology is so fascinating for collectibles here. Um, I kind of grew up as someone who always loved to just hoard collections and the fact that we can do that in a way where there's true ownership digitally now is so fascinating to me so 
Um, where we're kind of at right now is we've been fully working through our roadmap, which is about three quarters done, but we're kind of nearing the completion of our biggest project, which is the web app to actually support the uh, dress up features of the honeys. So um, we're just going through that with our devs. It's very close to being done. And I'm really, really excited um, to just get some people in there doing the early alpha testing and stuff like that and to release it to the world. Um, so you're going to be able to dye your honeys, like collect dyes, do all the colors, do different patterns, do your, your different skin colors, your different hairstyles, collect pets, collect uh, accessories. It's really just going to be like a, a haven for people who love to hoard stuff and, you know, customize, um, which is definitely me. <laughs> Yeah, we're a lot of digital. We're we're digital hoarders here. I, I you know, the term of endearment is degens, but we that's what we are. We're digital hoarders. So, did you say? So that's a. That, how are people able to claim those? Is that sort of like airdrop? Have you announced that yet? Is it something that they're going to have to go on the website and claim uh, those? Uh, the clothes, the the honey's closet stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. We haven't announced it yet, so there will be more information coming soon. Um, but I guess what I will say is that everybody is going to be able to participate if they want to, and that current holders are really, really going to be benefiting from being with us for this long. Um, we've really spent a lot of time in development, making sure that they they really benefit from that. So yeah, I guess I'll, I'll leave it a mystery. <laughs> Yeah, we love mystery here in Web3. We we love it and we hate it at the same time. But don't worry, somebody out there is going to win their very own honeys tonight. Um, you know, Stacey's, I do want to talk about one thing too. You you told me a little bit of something. I'm not sure how personal about it you want to get. One thing that um, that I've done, or I'm, I've took some time off from it to get full-time into Web3. I work with kids with um, disabilities, physical disabilities, um, behavioral disabilities for for almost two decades, uh, probably even earlier, if you count like being a camp counselor and stuff, um, you know. So working with with people who have, um, you know, disabilities or superpowers, you know, a lot of us call them superpowers too. Uh, I know you're passionate as well about working with people who have disabilities or illnesses. I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. When you told me that, that was new information for me, um, and that's a little bit of sort of, you know, why I think another reason why you and I connect beyond sort of sort of the degen side of things tell us a little bit about that yeah that's so cool to learn about you um, my brother actually had was born with a developmental disability so i kind of grew up around that and just like going to special olympics with him all the time he loves that and we, we donated to them actually as well so um that's really fun but yeah, I, um, so I actually have like a chronic pain disorder, um, which just makes, <laughs> it just basically makes my body hurt all the time, which is not that fun. But the reason that I am kind of like so passionate about this and how it intertwines with Web3 is because doing something like this allows people and a lot of people I've met, like not just myself, who might have these different, you know, things that they have to overcome in life to work in a different way. Um, so for me, like going to an office every day and sitting there all day was very, very hard. I would get really bad headaches. I would be in a lot of pain. I'd be very sick. But this kind of lets me transition to a different method of working and making my income that's really kind of new to our modern era. And so um, I just love I just love that about Web3. 
Yeah, I love it too. That's that's really one of the very, very big missions behind um, the Journey NFT, which is what I uh, recently come out with, where a portion of, of every mint goes to um, a special wallet that's going to go into a grant fund for the kids, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. And, um, you know, you just see so many kids out there. Um, I, I myself too, I, I teamed up with the Special Olympics uh, to to do some of the um, the play unified games, um, help the kids, uh, you know, run the track and do a lot of kind of modified um, and unified sporting events and stuff. So definitely near and dear in my heart as well. So you know, if anybody out there, um, you know, has has experienced something or uh, has a friend or family member who's going through something, you know, you've got some people in Web3 who totally, totally understand it. And let's talk a little bit more, too, about people, right? People and Web3. Um, you know, we talked a little bit a, a little bit earlier about what we saw with, you know, teams kind of changing. We talked a little bit about what happened when, you know, uh, a little over a year ago with the Crypto Chicks original sort of we we call the big FUD. Um, you kind of hit on the thing with um, with the Fame Lady Squad at the beginning about the kind of like uh, Russian men um, who were um, posing to be women and stuff. What are what are our thoughts right now, just in general? Like, you know, we don't we don't have to go too deep into it, but it is something you and I did agree to talk about a little bit more. What are our thoughts about like the current sort of space right now? I, I know I already kind of said a lot of people feel like they need a home, right? And and I feel like honeys could be that, or or if you're in the Fame Lady Society Discord, like there's a there's a place you can go. But what about the macro like NFT space right now? I feel like there's a lot of things out there that we're seeing. Um, that you know aren't sitting well with a lot of us, and and we're a lot of a lot of people might be overexposed and trying to figure out how they could you know make a little bit of of ETH, um, but a lot of a lot of people can't do it because the the projects or the founders aren't aren't around anymore. What's your overall take? I'm not trying to sound negative, but of course we all know our current situation here in the in the market. What's your overall take on sort of the market, on NFTs in general, on sort of some of the trends and the teams that you're seeing? And, and we can even, if you want to go specifically into the, you know, the projects I mentioned, feel free to, to dive back into that. But more, more of kind of a macro question. Yeah, so I think this is hard. It's a double-edged sword. I think right now a lot of people are down. Like you said, there's a lot of people trading that have lost a lot of money. People are disenfranchised because they're projects have rugged, you know, not a lot of people are just having the ability to stick it out right now. And it's really, really hard. And it's making a lot of us sad. So that's the sad part. And it's sad for me too. you know, a lot of the friends that I made when I first started here just disappeared, like I never heard from them. And I that's kind of personally something that I really have a hard time with is just like being rugged. Um, <laughs> so that's why I don't want to do that. But I think overall, um, it's okay. I think there's a big, big light at the end of the tunnel. And here's why, because I think there was a point where we all kind of lived through in 2021, where you could throw spaghetti at the wall, you know, and you'd be making a lot of money. And that's honestly why a lot of people were here. And that was maybe the only reason why they were here. And that's okay. But I think a lot of us that are here now are really, really interested in the development of the technology in the community building in the value added stuff. Like I won't say too many buzzwords, but I think you all know what I'm talking about. And that's really showing us true colors. So now things are quieter, you know, it's not about the hustle and bustle. It's not about the buzzing discords and the bots. It's kind of about like, well, how can we add value and how can we get to the next step here? And 
like to me that is really exciting because I have a lot of good conversations with people like you every day who are doing some really really meaningful stuff and I think that you know it was harder to hear those people in those times when when it was all money all the time so I feel I feel sorry for the people who have lost a lot and I feel sorry for the people that are feeling down, but I do see a lot of optimism right now. And I, and I'm kind of excited about the future actually. I'm excited about the future too. And, and you did mention adding value. I think one way to add value without even so much as sending another black hoodie. So listen, I will accept every black hoodie you have, send them right to me, but no, I think one way to really add value is showing showing up. I almost said showing the F up. Show up. Whether you're showing up on a Twitter space or you're speaking on a stage at a live event or you're going to Art Basel, like I get it. Things are expensive. It's hard to do things and stuff. But showing up for your community is key in this space. Like I see founders and I see people who are sitting, who are on teams right now. Like I see Drew here, the founder of Meta Athletes. Drew shows up every single day. The man runs his own other company and still shows up every day. Photox is here. He works on the AI Apes or the Apes, which is awesome. It's spelled AI Apes. But Photox shows up every day and everywhere. I can't, I can't turn my head from side to side without seeing Photox on both sides. Um, obviously, Nax and Jilly are, are very active, right? Anna Skates sold out her Every Little Step collection where she's going in person to put step stools in businesses so little kids could get on those step stools and use the facilities like sinks, for God's sakes. And I see a whole lot of people here. Amy just launched hers. Becky's in the house. Like, There's a lot of people who are here tonight who continue to show up. So let me tell you this, Stacey's, if we were back in the bull run, I don't know that you and I would have even had the time to sit together. So I'm actually, I'm, a, I'm bullish on the macro. <laughs> I'm bullish on the fact that you and I are able to sit and have these conversations. The fact that I am able to go speak at NFT NYC next month. Come see me, by the way. I might have a hat for you if you come say hi, whoever's out there listening. But, you know, who knows what could happen? I mean, 2021, a lot of people were clicking on links. 2022, a lot of people are clicking on the wrong links. 2023, people are still clicking on the wrong links. I think the point is find your people. You know, we talk about finding your tribe, finding your community, like we get it. But there's also people out there like Stacy's, like Drew, um, like Fanzo. Um, I, obviously, I have the podcast as well. Like we want to educate. Like you could, there are people in this space, a lot of people in this space, you're not going to be able to trust. But there are people in this space who you can trust. So what I want you to do is no matter what, what's in your bag, look at the founders or look at the team. Who's active? What are they saying? Where are they going? And and kind of go from there. I'm not I'm not saying sell off everything, but I'm just saying in terms of being bullish on certain projects on the micro side of it, I think that's a really good way to do it. And that's why I'm so bullish on people like Drew shows up every day, continues to add utility to meta athletes. And what you're doing with not only the honey's uh, closet that we can't talk too much about, you've got more things. You've got to help me with some of this pronunciation um, because I've read it a million times. Is the hoop scouts? Is that something you could tell us about? Because I think that's exciting too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You said it perfectly. Actually, it's just like hype, but it's hoop. It's honeys. It's um, <laughs> hoop scouts is our community-owned derivative collection. So we kind of started it because we wanted to you know, empower all the creative people that were always making fan art in our discord. Um, so how it works is basically that they can go to the 
if they're a holder, they can go to the Hoop Scouts website and they can use like the bases that I use to make um, the honeys. They can draw their own um, or they can make it totally different. There's some amazing ones like Nax has done some really cool stuff with music um, and you can mint it to the collection. It shows up in your wallet and then you can choose what to do with it. You can sell it. You can trade it. You can gift it to someone. You can keep it for yourself and uh we i don't know like when we launched this we weren't really sure what to expect but the community has done some crazy things with it um they've totally taken charge they've totally taken over which is amazing because it's what we wanted um so they've like started their own voting processes they've started their own treasury they just held their own their first contest where they used their royalty funds to do a contest giveaway um it's been really really amazing and it's kind of one of the most heartwarming parts of this whole thing for me just seeing people like share their creativity with the the project that we made yeah i, I mean i'm getting message after message right now <laughs> about the community and about you one message i just got is legit one of the most underrated founders in nfts so I mean, look, people, people are listening right now. People are, are, are knowing. Um, and also to like maybe one of the most underrated communities overall in NFTs. I mean, you know, throw some hearts up again, honey's fam in the house. Like, uh, you know, I, and I say this too, like, I also think, you know, you and I were also on a space with, with Selly, um, with Gigi from crypto tech women, also a very underrated or, um, kind of a, I should say, like an easy access point for people to get a whole lot of great utility and community and value out of an NFT. But, you know, you're doing a, a lot of things, too, that I don't think a lot of people know about. Like, yeah, the Hoop Scouts is a cool thing in community. But now now people listening, we're talking about finding a home, right? We're talking about people finding a place that they can call home. There's a community run things within the honeys. And that, to me, is incredibly intriguing. I also know that you built one of the earliest custom on-chain merch shops listen I, I i just said i love some black hoodies i mean i'm not trying to be a crypto bro i just love a black hoodie tell us about this this on-chain merch shop i know a lot of people have been talking lately about how shopify just kind of did a kind of like a token gated version um tell us a little bit about what what you did how they can people can claim some physical merch and get involved in that um, merch shop yeah, so we built this a while ago, and we really wanted to look at some ways that the process of buying merch, because, you know, everyone <laughs> everyone that launched in 2021 had to have a merch shop, guys. That was the rule. So um, we also had to have a merch shop, but we wanted to look at some ways to bring it like a little bit more on-chain. So it, the process works basically by, by going to the website, you shop around for what you want to buy, and then you add stuff to your cart. And then from there, you mint an NFT that you can buy with cryptocurrency. You can buy it right with Ethereum. And it gives you an NFT that it represents the merch. So like the hoodies have a special like hoodie image. The hats have a special hat image. And all the items have different rarities. Some of them are limited editions. So like there's only, you know, 10 or 50 of them that you can ever get. Um, and then you do that whole purchase process without doxing yourself. So you can get the NFT, you can trade it on secondary, you can gift it to someone for them to redeem, do whatever you want with it. Um, or you can redeem it when you actually want to claim the merch. So you would just go to the website, you that's the point where you'd input your like shipping information. 
Um, and then you get the product sent to you and it shows up within like, you know, two weeks or whatever normal shipping time is not like seven months or something like that. And, um, the limited edition items have, they're all numbered to match your NFT. So like if you buy NFT number five, you get hat number five and yeah, it's cool. Um, I like it because <laughs> I like shopping. <laughs> I like shopping too. I like token gated shopping more than, than shopping, but yeah, definitely like a lot of the things that you've come up with are things I feel like a lot of us have thought of. A lot of us have wanted to do. Um, but I love that you put a lot of things into action pretty quickly. And that's something that, you know, you have been known to do. You've been the first or one of the first, it's hard to say the first, I feel like in NFTs anymore, but yeah, you've been one of the first to do a lot of things. Um, you know, and I, I want to just say one last call too. If you haven't uh, entered the raffle yet, just swipe a little bit over. All you have to do is follow myself and Stacy's and Honey's and retweet. You don't have to tag anybody, but just follow and, and do the retweet. So this way, we can get you in a Twitter picker in a few minutes. Um, Stacy's, um, I do want to ask you too, like toward the end, maybe for a couple minutes. If I know there's a couple people who have messaged me that they might want to ask some questions, it's totally up to you. I know we we talked. Um, an hour, maybe, maybe bring a couple people up if we, um, if we have the time, but you know, one thing that I know that you do, I think people should know about, and, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's one of those things that when you do something for charity or when I should say, when I do something for charity, I don't really like to talk about it. So to give you a little bit of background before I launched the journey NFT, I, I wasn't going to lead with the, Hey, we're raising money for school grant funds because, I thought I didn't I didn't want it to sound like an ex exploit. Like I didn't want people to think I was really going to do something else with it. Like the fact that now we separated it and put it into a separate wallet, like people are going to see where it goes. We're linking up with a lot of IRL companies. Well, really foundations who are going to input too and, and bestow um, the grant also too. And I think that's going to be awesome. But what I also know is that you care a lot about charity and that you've actually hosted some charity events. And that's something that, I don't know if you go around kind of touting that. I kind of want to tout that a little bit for you because hosting charity events, I know like NFT Queens, you had over 80 women and non-binary artists that received funds from the sales um, and that went to, you know, like there's, there's things out there that I think everybody, and what, what was the other, the no hot dogs? That was another one too. I think that was awesome to give awareness to not leaving the puppies and stuff in the car. Talk a little bit about that, um, you know, your, your charitable sort of endeavor that you've been a part of so far. Yeah, thanks. It is hard to talk about in this space because it's such like a, you know, it's a, <laughs> we donate to charity. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, we held the NFT Queens last year. That was, so yeah, we just had over 80, I think it was like 85 women and non-binary artists contribute art pieces. And then we don't, we donated all uh, half the proceeds to charities um, that were chosen by voting um, that benefited women and, and non-binary people around the world. And then half the proceeds obviously went back to those artists that were contributing the art. And that was kind of just like a little way that we wanted to spotlight, you know, some of the smaller creators in this space at the time, but also um, just include non-binary people or just like, you know, female identifying people in the female category. Because it was a lot of the time it was about like the 
the women's projects at that time. And I just really wanted to include like the non-binary people in that. So, um, there was that. And then no hot dogs is something that I really love and am passionate about. So this was like a, an initiative that we launched and kind of built on our own, um, to try to educate people about the dangers of leaving their dogs in hot cars. Um, so we built a landing page that taught people about it in a fun way because, um, I find that animal cruelty marketing can be a little abrasive it can be a little much like if you're the type of person like me um any sad puppy dog cartoon will make you cry so like seeing some of that more intense stuff is really hard and we just wanted to give people a way to get involved without having to like traumatize themselves by seeing this horrible imagery. So it's all really fun and it's really light and um, it just teaches people like about some of the dangers of that. And we're just kind of running that every, you know, summer. Um, and I'd like to grow it over time. Honestly, I'd like to start partnering with like supermarkets to put signage in their doors and stuff like that. But it's just going to take time to grow um, but I, I'm really, I really care about that one. I love that the idea that you still want to see it grow. I think you've got a lot of people, not just in your community, but the people who are listening to this recording or this podcast who are, you know, really on board, you know, with, with a lot of your ideas. And I really think that it did, you know, kind of help to, to bridge a little bit. I think there's a lot of water, um, under the bridge, not just, you know, between Stacy's and like the crypto chase community or anything else. But I do know like a lot of people in this space really, really, you know, value your opinion on things. You know, we talked a little bit at the beginning about about what I just alluded to. And I think to to a lot of people, they might have been like, you know, who is who is the Stacy's? But look, we're we're here what, over a year later and you're still standing and you're still here and you're here for the conversation. So uh, I think that it's absolutely incredible. I think that's you know one of the reasons why your community community continues to show up. I think that's another reason why they showed up very strongly to our poll that we ran. And uh, and yeah, and we did sweep some. So um, so then let's do this. Let's do a last call. If anybody wants to uh, come on up, if anybody wants to ask Stacy's a question, if anybody wants to um, you know give a little insight into some of their experiences in the Honeys community, I think we've got. A little under 10 minutes and stuff like that. If anybody wants to come up, um, it's it's up to you. It may be used on the podcast. This is recorded, so it's your call. But uh, no pressure either way, for sure. Um, but Stacey's in the meantime, um, I, I did value this conversation a lot. I think that I got a lot of value out of getting to know you. We do have somebody who came up. We did have a couple people who came up. We got three people who came up. All right. I want to bring you all up in, in just a second. Um, Stacey's your community, as I said. Always shows up and shows out. So I got Jilly here first. I'm going to let Jilly come on up. I'm going to add you as a speaker. I'm going to have uh, the one and only Cardboard Boxer. I think I've been following you for quite some time. I'm going to have you come up as a speaker too. Uh, we're going to have a few more people come up. So um, let's start with Jilly. You're on stage here with uh, myself, Travi, and of course, Stacey's. Oh, I'm sorry, Stacey's. Did you have something to say? <laughs> this is actually a perfect segue into Jilly um, because I just wanted to like, you know, is it okay if I use this platform for a second to just kind of bring awareness to something that's going on in the in the NFT space right now? This is the platform for that, Stacey. Great. And I and, uh, I don't mind if we need to go a bit over, by the way. That's no problem. Um, so, yeah, Jilly, there's a lot of great people here from Fame Ladies Society here. I'm seeing Nax. Um, there's so many of you in the audience. I can't even count. 
Um, so there's, yeah, there's a bit of stuff going on with the fame ladies right now and they're just trying to figure it out. I think what's going on basically is that, um, the community is trying to figure out some leadership stuff, um, because a lot of people in the community were under the impression that it, you know, the, the project families was community owned and now maybe there's some contention about that. Um, it's kind of been sold to another company. The The Discord was shut down. And um, the community is just out here showing up every day, like trying to get some answers, trying to like hear from the current leadership about what's going on. So I just wanted to like give a shout out to them, everything they're doing, because it's a it's a historic project. Like the the community handover that happened with families is amazing i'm a holder and i think it's like a one of the most historic collectibles you can own honestly um and so just a big shout out to them everything they're doing with the community and just try to support them if you can if you care about you know that project or anything give them a retweet give them a shout out support them in kind of getting getting that situation sorted out in a peaceful manner yeah, that's a really good way to put it. I think finding your peace in this space, you know, I, a lot of people are leading from their hearts. A lot of people are feeling some type of way about some type of project. A lot of us are. And I completely understand it. I'm right there with you. I'm a holder of fame, ladies. I am a holder of a lot of projects that have had some tumultuous activity and things like that. But something that I do see, even even if the tweets, even if the threads, even if the conversations are looking a little bit, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, hard talk, right? Grim, like talking hard, whatever, whatever terminology, I'm trying not to curse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I, think, I think the reality is that a lot of people are doing it from a really good place of just wanting to see success for their communities. And Jilly... You are one person who has done this for all of the communities that you stand up for. So welcome to the stage, Stacey's. That was perfectly said. Jilly, welcome to the stage. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you tonight or this thank morning, you. depending. Thank, uh, thank you so much um, for the kind words. Um, I could use it today. So um, I'm, I'm going to keep this short. I just wanted to tell uh, Stacy how much um, you mean to the NFT community as a whole. Um, I think that Annie's is absolutely the most underrated project there is in the space, and you are the most amazing woman leader in this space. And um, I just really think everyone should own Honeys, and I see great things for you because you can't show up as hard as you do every day and not make a difference. And I feel like you're just about to blow up and I'm, I'm here for it. So congratulations and thank you everyone for the kind words. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for that, Jilly. That was, that was really, uh, yeah, that's, it's hard to respond to that was just so sweet um the love you guys give me every day is so much and i just really appreciate you and i would re reflect back to you the same thing you're making really big changes out here so thank you for everything you do and i feel really lucky to know you beautiful yeah big big shout out of course again to jilly and nax i know it's it's not easy um i i think next was cardboard boxer cardboard boxer i've seen you all over the place. How are you tonight? Welcome to the stage with myself, Travi, and of course, Stacey's and the Honey Fan. 
Hey everyone, how y'all doing tonight? I uh, love to be see y'all with all these wonderful shining faces. Love always hearing from Stacy's, my favorite in the space, my favorite NFT artist by far in the space for all that she's done for everyone. Um, but just real quick before I ask my question, I just want to say uh, we we feel you, Jilly, and we support you, and we know where you're coming from, and we appreciate everything you do. So thank you so much, Jilly. Um, always on team, Jilly. Um, wherever you got, where, wherever wherever you're doing, it's with your full heart, and that's always appreciated. Okay, so Stacey's, I have a question for you because one thing I, I think, Travis, uh, Travis, you did a great job highlighting all the wonderful things that Stacey's has brought to Web3. But one thing that I've learned to appreciate over the past, I don't know, a little bit over a year that I've been kind of like, I don't know, hovering in her world, in her orbit, so to speak, is how much so many people, so many project leaders, so many founders, whenever they minted out in that initial boom time in 2021, late, uh, early 2022, you know, they had this wonderful roadmap and all these ambitions and all these ideas. And then everyone kind of walked away. Not everyone, but I mean, so many people just kind of walked away. You know, they got that big cash out. And now that a lot of it's gone. Like a lot of, you know, it's like the Wild West Town that just blew over or something like that. Like a lot of these promises haven't come around. One thing I've been constantly amazed by is how Stacey's feels like she has this obligation to everyone who's invested in her to make sure that, Maybe if it's not the 100% like the roadmap by the dots or whatever, it's always trying to figure out some way to be effective and to move forward on the the ideas and the concepts that you put forth on the community to do that initial sellout. What I would ask you, Stacey, is what obligation do you feel like founders like you really have? Or, or do you feel like every founder has the same level of obligation that you've put into it, that you put on yourself to be there for holders? Are you or, or are you kind of okay with the ones that minted out in 21 and got their bucks and they everyone got some art and they walked away. Uh, I'll, I'll step down. Thank you. That's a great question, John. You're one of my favorite people ever. Thank you for coming up. Um, I actually have strong opinions on this because I think we have to we have to determine what a rug is. And I would call a rug someone that made made hard promises and then they didn't fulfill them and they left with, with no words. So, um, you know, if you said, yeah, we have this roadmap and we are doing this once we sell out or, you know, if we get to 20% and they did, and then they didn't do it, that's definitely a rug. And I think that's really, really wrong. Um, and to be honest, I wish I had some great reason, like, Oh, I'm just a really good person. That's why I, don't feel that way. But um, no, the reason is because like, I grew up honestly, with like, a lot of people breaking promises to me as a kid. And that really resonated with me. So when I got older, I always really felt promises were so important to keep. And so when I sold out, and like, even before then, like, there was so many people supporting me so much. And I'm just this like little artist person, right? Like, I'm just drawing pictures that I like and having fun. And there's people you're putting all day in and all their money into like supporting it, being part of it. Like, I just felt like, uh, you know, a million times what I already felt obligation wise. Um, and promise keeping wise to these people, because these people changed my life. Like they, they made what I loved and wanted to do and was my dream always for my whole life possible. So I feel like I just owe them forever. Um, and I think a lot of people don't feel that way. You know, everyone's different. There's a lot of just like really 
predatory people in the world and some people try their best and they just can't do it and they don't know how to communicate and there's there's you know a huge range there's a huge range but i guess that that's my opinion on it and that's how i see it yeah that was a great question we did touch on a couple things a little bit earlier about people who have come and go i I think we've seen that you know we did see a lot of a lot of roadmaps i've talked about that a lot on my podcast i i really do keep it positive um i usually give people the benefit of the doubt as a lot of you know maybe even too much Um, And then one of the things that really has driven me nuts was those roadmaps that were unfulfilled because they minted out and they didn't do it. That was that was bad. They didn't mint out and couldn't do it and didn't try to continue pushing forward. To me, that was also bad. But, you know, I I gave people benefit of the doubt, probably a little bit too much. Stacey's, I think you handled that well. I think that was a a great answer that I think a lot of us could could really learn from. Um, you know, I, and you don't have to be like a good person or a bad person to to have a feeling about something in this space. It, it, it hits us when we put our, our ETH, right? We put our hard-earned money or ETH into something, especially if there's a promise made at the beginning. Um, we expect that to be fulfilled. Just like if I go to a store and I buy something and I expect the shoes to be shoes. I expect them to go on my feet and I can walk in them. I don't expect them to be a rug, so, you know, feeling the love here in, in Web3 and NFT land and looking at all your beautiful cartoon faces is just making me so happy. I, I do want to make sure that we go. I've been trying to keep track of who's in line here. I got Anna and then I've got um, Cod Sterling. And then, of course, I'll throw it back up to you. Um, and, you know, and we'll just keep it going around as, as long as Stacey's doesn't have to hop off or anything like that. I think this, the vibes are good. Just remember, too, this is recorded and it may possibly end up on the podcast. If you did speak and you're uncomfortable with end, uh, showing up on the podcast, just shoot me a DM and I will uh, just edit your uh, question out. Um, Anna, what's up? How are you? Good to see you. Hey, buddy. It's good to be here. Um, I just wanted to say something super quickly. So I, full disclosure, didn't know anything about honeys before this space tonight. Um, I just hopped in to support my pal Travi and as you've been talking, Stacey's, I, I looked around at the Honey's website and like you so clearly, like even just what's out there publicly, there's so much value. Like I am, I am like way in, I'm way in. I gotta, I gotta add some more eat to my wallet and I'm going to mint a Honey's because I'm just like literally in the, just in the, yeah, like just in the university, like we, I don't know if you even talked about this. I don't think you did, but the the Honeys University and like all of this like incredible knowledge that you just have available to people is so good. Like you clearly deliver to the community. So I'm, I'm really glad to have learned about the project tonight. That was all. <laughs> Anna, thank you. I got, this is so perfect that you came up because I can give you an official preemptive welcome to the hive. We are so happy to have you. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. And we're going to have to get you one of those honeys and big shout out. Another, uh, I know Stacy's is the uh, bunny queen. Um, Violetta just walked in the room. So big shout out Violetta. Uh, speaking of royalty here in the house tonight too. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Miss Wynn. All you. Bless you, Cod. Really. I was just here to talk about the art and the boobs. Uh, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was to invite y'all. It's a little bit of that too. I'm not going to lie. I love the art and I love the boobs. Um, but 
I'm glad that Anna got to speak and I'm glad that Cod let me go first because Anna, I would love to give you your first honey. Um, Travi, you mentioned earlier how like affordable it is to become a, a part of it. And I got to say, it's really easy to become, to, you know, to get your first honey and to become part of the hive. It's really hard to stay at one. They have given so many like reasons to have more than one, including free airdrops every freaking month. Um, so when you, and then you make like tiers, depending on how many you own, you get free, what we call seasons NFTs. Um, so every, so for example, I own like 60 honeys <laughs> and every month I get five free seasons. I just get five gorgeous pieces of work from Stacy's, And that really, really excites me so much so that I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute, but I started hosting Honey Mondays. We've hosted 34 episodes now, and I've been a member for about 60 weeks of The Hive. So for 34 of those weeks, we've hosted um, a show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern time and given away honeys every single time. There has not been one space that we've held that has not had a giveaway. So you can, again, easily join The Hive. What's hard is keeping only one. <laughs> so Anna, by all means, please DM me your wallet. I'm happy to welcome you to the family so, so enthusiastically the way I was welcomed a year ago to NFTs. Um, my friend directed me straight to a community he knew that I would love. And I just thought I was buying art. And then suddenly I had a community who has been there for the last 52 weeks for me. They had a birthday party for me. They had like, I mean, they just, guys, my whole soul loves you guys. So yeah, Anna, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please tell everybody you know, we'd love to welcome them too. And, and that they can join every Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern, and maybe get a chance to be welcomed for free. So <laughs> there's always going to be a giveaway. So anyway, thank you. I'm like so hyped. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna smoke some pot and and be a true degen and look at these boobs. Uh, Anna, I think that you found your home. I do. I think you found your home. We talked about that earlier, Stacey's. And I think you said that very, very well. You know, we're gonna tune into your show on Mondays at, at 4 p.m. Eastern if you're on the West Coast or you're central time and you're still at work it's all good just sticking one of your earbuds and i think you'll have a good chance of still uh enjoying the show so that's that's awesome um love love you for that love you for the giveaways one thing that got me truly in, interested um in doing what i'm doing now is understanding why when people love a community they have no problem gifting an nft from that community so i think that you're doing exactly what i think is, is a beautiful thing about Web3. It's it's about the we, right? It's about the we, that capital W, capital E. You're in this room, you know what I'm talking about. All right, so Cod Stevens, uh, Cod Sterling, my bad. Um, what's up? It's good to have you on stage. Cod yeah. Stevens is no, actually thank you. a pretty cool no. name. I yeah, that is a that is a good name. You know what? Um, <clears throat> time for an alias, I think. Uh, Cod Stevens uh, might be doing some uh, crazy stuff here and there, but no. Uh, I just you know, Stacy's. I I was gonna initially just ask you why are you so wonderful, but I, I've been having a question that I've wanted answered for a little while. Um, given how focused you are on safety and everything, um, would you or would you not take over Willy Wonka's factory at the end of the tour? <laughs> 
I, you know, Ka, that's a great question. I would, and I would implement strict safety protocols because they're clearly lacking that. And then we would turn it into a, you know, an even bigger chocolate empire from there. So that's kind of my game plan for the, for the Willy Wonka tour. Finally been waiting for someone to ask me that. Thank you. Just so, uh, just so I have it on record also for the thousandth time, uh, really Stacy's and honey's you guys, you've changed my life. You've made it a lot better. So I just wanted to put that out there. Love you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Cod. We love you too. Cod is totally OG. He's been here with me since the start, and we could not live without your beautiful fish cat face, Cod. Wow, this is a touching moment. I can't live without your your was it your fish cod face? Is that what you said? That was that was beautiful. Fish cat. He's a he's a cat. He's a fish. He's a fish cat. Yep. Why not just catfish then? Because <laughs> that's taken already, Travi. <laughs> oh yeah, true. The catfish.eth is definitely out there somewhere. Plus, I'm not really um, a catfish. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not actually a fish. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not just... Give a shout out to a couple people who are still here in the space. Again, you know, I see Nax is still here. I want to, I want to reiterate too. If you weren't here at the beginning, I played um, the theme to my podcast, "Fired Up" on the blockchain with Travi. Nax actually produced that song. You can actually purchase that right off Nax's. Uh, website there, um, I believe it's point oh three three. That's a Genesis token. This is a utility token. You can actually get yourself a free airdrop at least once a month right to your wallet. It's. I got to tell you, I've spent uh, some amount of ETH. I'm not saying just in case my wife is listening. Um, and I got to tell you, Nax's Nax's Genesis token um, has proven to have more utility than so many of those more expensive NFTs out there. So thank you, Max, for, for everything you do in this space. Um, you know, speaking of that too, you know, I'm a big, I'll just kind of say this while people just take another minute to think if they want to come on. Music NFTs in this space, I think, are um, really, really going to explode. You know, I and I mentioned V, Violetta's here in the house tonight. If, if you have, you know, one of V's earlier ones, you had an opportunity to get one of her more recent songs um, dropped to you. And, you know, I just love the fact that you can not only be a collector of music early in somebody's career, but that there's continually ways that you can not only just like claim merch or claim another NFT, but they see you, right? By by holding one of the, the tokens, it's not just going to a concert and staring at the stage anymore, right? They actually see you as somebody who's a collector, a fan, and a community member. So big shout out to all the NFT artists out there as well, the NFT music artists. Um, I think that you guys are doing something. It's very groundbreaking. I think it's going to continue to explode. And I love to see the traction that so many of you guys have been getting, uh, especially lately. So in the meantime, if you, there's anything you'd like to say to the people, um, the community, everyone who's turned out tonight, and all the podcast listeners, Spit that hot fire, Stacey's. Tell them what Honeys is all about. Let's end it with a bang before we do our final draw for the NFT. <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know, I've talked a lot about Honeys tonight. So let me actually talk about you guys for a second. Um, I always get so nervous doing these things because I'm just not really a public speaker. I'm kind of an introvert. And seeing so many people that I know um, here in the audience supporting really means a lot to me. It, it means a lot to me that you guys have been with me on this journey for so long. You show up with me every day um, and you just make my life a lot better than it is without you. So I just really want to take a second to say thank you for that. It meant a lot to me that you came out today and 
Um, this has just been such a good show. I'll say thank you to Travi at, at the end in a big way, but thank you again. And thank you for just making my life brighter. That's beautiful. Stacy's. um, Listen, this is only the beginning, I think, for us. I think we should find ways to collaborate, find ways to work together, find ways to, you know, not only onboard more people into the Honeys community, but uh, let your Honeys community know a little bit about more of, of what I'm doing. Going. I'm just going to tell Anna that your uh, new Honey should be in there, in your wallet. So, again, welcome to the Hive, and I know we're all up on stage here. Happy to welcome you as well. Let's go, Anna. Congratulations. Woo! That's amazing. Welcome, Anna. Anna, I'm not sure if you guys know Anna. Anna is putting on a conference. I believe it's in July. I think I can say this, Anna. Um, it's a Web3 conference specifically designed to empower kids, empower the youth, empower young artists in, in creating Web3 uh, NFTs, really just onboarding kids and, and teaching them and educating them at a young age. It's going down uh, – I think, Anna, just give me a thumbs down if I can't say anymore. Um, yeah, it's going down in Nashville. Um, she's going to be tomorrow night, um, 8 o'clock Eastern time on um, with Girls Night in Web 3 with Becky and Liz. I love that you guys hooked Anna up. She's one of the real ones in this space. So, for, you know, as someone who knows her, I want to thank you on her behalf because she's a listener right now. And it's, it's awesome that you did that. So about the Willy Wonka, I think the big question isn't isn't would you have accepted to run the factory? I think it's would you have given that everlasting gobstopper? That's the real question, right? That that's the real ethical question. Anyway, let, let's just let's just uh, let's just move on. Anyway, uh, Stacy's, listen, we talked about a lot tonight, right? We talked about things that have gone on in the space over the last couple of years. We talked about things you're doing with honeys. We talked about bridging. Uh, and really having water under the bridge. And, and I want to, you know, I'm going to end it on a serious note, but also a fun note. I've gotten no less than, I don't even, it's 20 plus, you know, how notifications thing works. So many people, Stacy's is a real one. Stacy's is the most underrated founder in the space. Honey's, why, why don't more people know about honey's? Blah, 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 honey's this, honey's that. Stacy's this, Stacy's that. Stacy, not only thank you for being here, thank you for being the, the ethical stand-up person that you've been in the space for so long. Thank you for standing up for what you believe was right. And a, a lot of us looking back know was right. Let's be honest. You know, you've, you've got feelings on things that are going on right now. And you lead from your heart. And I think one thing, I think the theme of this whole thing is, is not just all of that. It's that where in Web3 do we want to call home? Where in Web3, when you've got discords drying up, you've got founders not tweeting anymore, you've got utility projects no longer giving utility, you've got people who are continuing to show up, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's in a Discord, whether it's live events. Stacy, Stacy's, you're one of those people. So from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of all NFT holders and collectors, Thank you for everything you've done, continue to do, and will continue to do in this Web3 space. Hope I didn't make you cry. Stacey, I'm going to give you the last word. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. And something tells me this is the first of, of many conversations. Yeah, thank you so much, Travis. Something tells me that, too. I wasn't quite sure what to expect today. I just knew that, like, 
you were definitely, you know, like a somebody, like somebody that I really needed to talk to. Um, but besides that, I wasn't sure what it would be like. And seeing you in action here has been amazing. Like you are truly an incredible spaces host, an awesome personality. And I'm really happy that I came here today. And I feel super lucky that you wanted to have me on. Um, and yeah, I guess just thank you so much for that. Um, you're, you're very talented at this and that's respectable. Um, and you know, if anything I said interested any of you today, I would really encourage you to come hang out in our discord or on our Twitter. Um, one thing we always like to say at honeys is even if you don't own the NFT, you can still be part of the hive because it's really about our shared, you know, love for the art, the technology, the collecting, the people, um, and just all those things that make web three a little bit more than a financial asset. So come hang out. We would love to have you. And thank you again for having me. Much love to Stacy's. Much love to the Honeys family. Much love to the community. I have been in that Discord. She's not lying. It's a great place. They've given away some NFTs and also, most importantly, did what I always think is most important, and that's spread that love uh, that is so important to keep everybody positive in this space. And as you heard, she's got some opinions, but you know what? Looking all the way back to over a year ago, when you're right, you're right, Stacy's. <laughs> There's nothing I could say. Other than it was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I'm glad to call you a friend now and introduce you to our listeners. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around this whole time, especially if you were listening live during the Twitter space and also listen to the podcast. Double respect for you right there. Um, but for real, uh, if you're going to be at NFT NYC, I'd love to meet you. Um, this is definitely a very weird market right now. I think there's a lot of people left in this market who care a lot about it. I think a lot of us are really just trying to look forward. We're trying to build right now and uh, really find ways to make the blockchain come to life really for the next wave uh, when that bull run comes and everybody's coming back in. They're like, wait a second. My cab driver told me to look at something called an NFT. Have you ever heard of Ethereum? Yeah. Let's be ready for that this time, guys. And that's, let's not buy at the top again. <laughs> anyway, um, listen. Let's keep on doing what I always try to do best. I'll see you soon, hopefully, at NFT NYC. And let's always keep trying to bring one love to Web3. I'll catch you next time. Peace.